Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Because today, we have a special guest who is going to be giving us some wisdom on parenting. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel so ill-equipped to be a mom, and I just am always making mistakes and doing things that I regret. But just like every other area of life that we talk about here at Your Life Rocks, it's about getting better each and every single day. It's about being intentional and trying to make those improvements, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today with our guest. Now, if this is your very first time tuning into Your Life Rocks, welcome. I'm so glad that you found us. This is the place for working Christian moms. Really, and we talk about finding life balance, and it's really about getting equipped to deal with everything that life throws at us and how we can best deal with all of that stress and all of the things that we're trying to balance and keeping Jesus in the center of all of it. Now, one of the things I love so much about our guest is that everything that she teaches in her practice, working with families, is all about reason and keeping things very clear and bringing things into the light. And she really keeps Jesus at the center of everything with what she does as well. So we believe that life balance is possible when you do these three things. Number one is to really follow Jesus, not just do all of the religious stuff, but actually have a relationship with Jesus. He's the Prince of Peace for a reason, after all, and through him, all things are possible even life balance. So that is definitely number one. Number two is being in community. Now, if you're not yet a part of our Facebook community, I invite you to go and find us. You can go to yourliferocks.com, click on the community button, and you'll have instant access into that free group. Or you can search for us on Facebook and find us that way as well. It is a place where you can get prayed for, you can pray for others, and it really is important. Now, even outside of our Facebook group, I hope that you are building community in your local area, whether that's through small group at your church or just having a group of women that you can pray for and be honest with and do life with. Because our problems can seem really, really big when we're focused on just them. But when we have people in our life, when there's community, we're able to share those problems. We're able to pray for other people and have a better perspective on what's actually going on in our lives. And that's just healthy and it's needed for us to be able to stay sane and to find balance. And then number three is all about the systems. I truly believe that life can get really crazy and chaotic if we let it, but if we can really manage our habits, we can manage our systems that we have for ourselves, we can really stay on top of things. And that's really what we teach over in the Life Balance Membership. You can start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Or if you want to try out one of my favorite systems for creating more balance in your life, I've created a free course for you called Weekly Success Planning. And you can go to weeklysuccessplanning.com and sign up for that. Now, if you have signed up for it in the past, I did just send out an email for a new format that we just did with Weekly Success Planning. And it really gives you all of the tools in one place. And I've added a couple extras in there for you as well. So I hope that you check that out. If you're already part of my email list and and getting those notifications, It's probably already in your email box, or if you can't find it, go to weeklysuccessplanning.com. You can sign up again, and I'll email you the link where you can access that free training. 
So our guest today, as we dive into the world of parenting, is Joy Acaso, and she is a parent-child relationship specialist, and she's on a mission to help working moms navigate and strengthen their relationship with their children. Now, I have learned a lot from Joy. She has an amazing YouTube channel. She does great things on Facebook and Instagram. And while she has a lot of knowledge just from her practice and what she has learned from her education, Joy has also learned the hard way that the key to helping children live lives in a nurturing and meaningful connection with them. And although we have more knowledge and experience than our children, we are not the standard in which they should base their life. Jesus is the standard in which they should live their life, and we should be guiding them in their life. And that is one of her guiding principles in everything that she does. So I'm so excited to have her back on the show. She was on the show previously as we were getting ready for going back to school and helping us with the changes and the routines and how we can best set up our kiddos for success. And today we're talking a little bit more about communication and how we can connect with our kids in that way. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with Joy. Joy, welcome back to Your Life Rocks. I am so excited to have you back on. Now, listeners, Joy was back with us in the beginning of the school year, helping us with our kids and changes and just how we can really communicate with them and getting started for the change of a new school year. And you are back today with even more great parenting tips for us, which I'm super excited to get into. But before we get into all of that good stuff... Tell us a little bit about you for those listeners who haven't yet met you and what's new with you for everyone who does know you. Yes. Hi, Jenny. And hi to all your listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, having me come back on your show. We had a great time last time and and I know that this is going to be amazing. I'm always you know excited to talk about parenting and just really helping our our children thrive, which is, that's what I'm busy doing, still helping families. And my daughter actually turned 10 last week. So now we have a preteen. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We're having to navigate that. And we do have our four-year-old son as well. So they're keeping us busy and just, yeah, we're just, you know, doing all those things and still serving at church. My husband is an elder and a lot of things going on at our local church as well. So we're busy there too, but busy, but exciting. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's that's, that's life, right? Like it's, we can either choose to be busy and stressed or we can choose to be busy and like excited about everything that's going on. Yes. Yes. I love that word choose. Yeah. (laughs) It is a choice. It is a choice. Absolutely. Balance is a choice every single day. One of my mentors once told me happiness was a choice. We had a someone, a client in who was just not very happy. And she's like, Jenny, just always remember happiness is a choice. And I was like, okay, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Well, Joy, I'm really excited to learn from you today because you have so much wisdom and everything that you share. And, And I love that you said you really love to help children thrive. And I think that in the process of that, you really help parents thrive as well. 
and gosh, a four-year-old and a 10-year-old. So you were like in the trenches of, right? <laughs> of everything that you know about parenting. Like you really are in practical application. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really excited to be learning from you today. And you know, you, you guys, the reason why I had asked Joy if she would come back on and share is because she's just so brilliant with communication with our children. And I think that mm-hmm. that is such a, a beautiful gift to have. And it's something I'm always trying to striving to work towards being better myself with my kids. And Joy, I know you've been doing a lot of really great things. I've seen you sharing on Instagram, just about rephrasing sometimes even the things that we're saying with our kids. So I'm excited to learn from you today on the things that I can apply to my kids. So welcome to preteen. My (laughs) preteen is about to become a actual teenager. He'll be 13 in April. I know, like I just don't understand how fast the time goes. And you know, looking at like 13, it's like five more years and he'll be like pretty oh, much an adult, right. which is kind of crazy. So I'm kind of going through the motions of like thinking and evaluating, have I really set him up best for life? Have I communicated everything to him that I want him to know about himself and about the world and about God and about people and love and, you know, just all of the things, which, you know, right. no pressure, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's like serious business raising people. So. I'm really excited to be learning from you. So what tips do you have for us around even just like why communication is so important for us as parents to our kids? Yes, communication is definitely very important because that is what helps us connect with our children. And we can either facilitate that, you know, their growth as individuals, as as God is molding them, or we can be a hindrance, right, in that in their growth because as you know as even though we are you know saved and redeemed by God we are still in the flesh and we can't take that for granted and i think sometimes as parents we do and so we have to stay focused and firm in the lord even as we are parenting our children and when we you know that that battle between like the things of the spirit and the things of the flesh kind of get in the way of our parenting. And sometimes that can, again, hinder our connection with our children. And so the tips that I'm going to give today are in no particular order. So just bear with me and then, you know, we'll talk about it one by one in detail. The first thing that I wanted to share is that, you know, we have to really be intentional about parenting out of faith rather than fear. Our society now is very driven, fear-driven, and our, our culture now is a lot about, you know, sheltering our kids and really like imposing on them rather than letting them be a part of the process. And I feel like, you know, as as Christian parents, we have, we can be victorious rather than feel defeated. And, and I've been studying like the anatomy of fear and what it does to our bodies and our minds. And it's not good. Like it's not something that we we want to be a part of our lives. A little fear, yes, you know, we know that fear has the function of fear is that to let us know that and motivate us to to change or maybe if there's, you know, if we're in danger that flight or fight response, you know, that comes out of fear. But when it's starting to consume us, when that is our foundation for parenting, then 
we miss out on on a lot of things that God has really planned for us. You know, He wants parenting to be something that we rely on Him and not on ourselves. And when we parent out of faith, our communication will flow better. Our communication and connection will just go smoother. And, and it looks a lot different when we, when we parent out of faith. So for example, I've heard a lot of parents say like, you know, my role is to challenge my children and to push them, which I get. And, and I understand that. And we have good intentions for making sure that our children are successful, that our children really, you know, thrive in life. But there is an approach that we need to use and we need to think about when we are, you know, in that mindset that, okay, I want to make sure that our children, my children are successful in all their endeavors. So when we parent out of fear, we push them, but then there's no, the connection is missing. And, and when we parent out of fear, it's more of imposing. And we're the ones that are always talking. That's the first sign that we're, <laughs> you know, parenting out of fear is that whenever they come to us with, with anything, you know, just they show us their projects or they tell us an opinion about something on the news that they, you know, that they heard about. And then, if we're talking 90% of the time, that's pretty much a good gauge that, you know, we are, we are parenting out of fear. So parenting out of faith looks a lot different in a way that, you know, for example, um, I had done a post on Instagram, which was actually a true story. I had been working with a family and their, their um, daughter wasn't doing very well in math. And she came home one day and she said, you know, I raised my F to a D. And their first response was, you know, we're proud of you, but we know that you can do better. And and I was listening to them and I said, okay, like I, I understand, you know, where the, yeah, you can do better. Absolutely. But parenting out of faith tells us that, you know, in that moment, like what's more important, our child or the grade? So if our child is saying like, you know, I raised my F to a D, which we later found out from the conversation that the reason why she raised her grade is because she actually got 100 on her test mm. that day. So fear pushes us to jump into conclusions. Faith says, listen, enjoy the moment and let your child talk. So, and oh, hold on. That's so good. Yeah. That's so that's- good. I love that about like fear pushing us yes. into, into making those because I'm so guilty of this as a parent, you know, like my mind automatically will jump into some kind of, some kind of preset conclusion that is always right, the worst right. case scenario. And, and I do, I find myself just jumping right into speak. And I love that you put in there that it's, you know, that imposing rather than letting them be part of the process. And I think I'm so guilty of just imposing my own thoughts and my own fears on them versus asking those questions and really exploring where they're at and versus, you know, just assuming the worst every single time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm right in the journey with you. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. I think we've all done that, you know, as parents, we have good intentions, but again, um, 
you know, that conversation, if, if your child is coming to you happy, let them, <laughs> like, you know, you can tell them later on, like, okay, so, you know, you raised your grade to a D. Now, what is our plan? Let's, what do you think? So then the conversation, because, when you say, um, so what I've discovered from working with teens and youth in the past is that when we say, but you can do better, actually does not encourage them. What it does to their confidence is that it actually makes them feel less than and that they'll never measure up. Mm -hmm. So when they told me, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, I understand. So we do have to be careful with our words, not to say that, you know, we can't have those hard conversations, but we just have to pick the right time. So when when something like that happens, then we can say, you know, what do you think worked and what, how were you able to raise your grades so that, you know, we can keep doing, we can keep doing that. And that, so that sounds more encouraging rather than saying, I'm proud of you, but, you know, you can do better. That's good. So it's really about asking them questions. Yes. And getting them to kind of respond versus, and again, going back to right what you were saying before that, like if you're the one who's always talking, then you're probably parenting out of fear versus out of faith. Right. So if we have been guilty of this, can we repair it? Like, like what can we do yeah. to go back? Because now I'm like, oh my gosh, my poor son probably thinks that he is less than because I've so many times like you, you can do better. You can do better. This is not, you know, okay. you're smarter than this. So how, how do you repair that once you have already opened your mouth and, and let the fear flow out? Right. So I love that question. I so parenting out of fe- um, out of faith tells us that it's okay to admit when we have done wrong. So and you know Christ has modeled that you know for us. And what we can do is moving forward. So when you are you know out with your children and you're you're just you know out for snacks or coffee or frozen yogurt, right? And when things are not heated, so this is when things are not heated and things are calm, you can say, you know, and what I've also found, by the way, is that if we don't feel awkward about it, they won't be awkward about it too. So we got to make sure that we are in the right space. We've prayed about it, breathed through it. And then we can say something like, you know, I've been learning that it's not really about the outcome and you can word it as far as like okay what's appropriate for his age and their maturity and can they understand the words you know that Mm. that I'm using you can say like you know I'm learning that it's not really about the outcomes but really enjoying the process and so when you're in school like really what's really more important is that learning you know or when you are trying new things that's more important than than the end product or like I'm learning all these things and I just want to you know share them with you and and I want to be able to apply that in our relationship as you know mom and son or mom and daughter and I I want to be able to moving forward that I get to choose the words that are more encouraging for you and and words that will be edifying for you rather than, you know, because I want to help you be more confident and I want to help you be able to face the challenges that you are going to have in your life, you know, and just, yeah, just admitting that like, okay, you know, I'm learning 
new things about what it means to be the best mom for you. I love that. I love that it's coming from that lens of I'm learning, I'm in a process yes. of, because I think it just evokes grace. I mean, obviously, you know, so yes. many kids that are, you know, if they're younger, they might not quite make that correlation. But it also sets that example of, you know, I'm learning, I didn't do it right, and I'm sorry, and I, I, I need your help. So right. I love it just with that spirit of, of setting that example too. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and it doesn't, it's, doesn't have to be so intense because I, I think children don't really, you know, like intense moments anyway. <laughs> so the more, you know, kind of a balance between, okay, this is a casual, not so awkward, but important conversation that I need to have with my kids so that they understand that I am also, um, that I'm not perfect. And that, you know, as you said, like, grace for me and for them. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That's good because it does go both ways. Right. Right. So parenting more out of faith rather than fear. And a sub sub tip for that is that making sure that we are as parents are also influenced by the word of God. So when I was thinking about our talk today, I was thinking about all the influences that our children have, you know, in the world, but it's not just them. Like we are also influenced by a lot of other things, um, whether it's society or culture or things that we see, you know, are we, are we setting our eyes on the things above or are we setting our our eyes on the things right here, you know, the temporal. So another example that I had with a family that I was helping was that one of their, and this is like very common now too, like their kids came to them and said that they didn't want to go to college and instead become a YouTuber. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, this is like very common now. And of course, you know, their reaction was like, oh no, you can't do that. Like what kind of future are you going to have? What, what would you, you know, like, why would you think that you shouldn't be going to college anymore? You know, that kind of thing. And again, I get this, like, I think that like, you know, our reactions are normal and things like that. But, but if we, if we, you know, set our eyes on, on the Lord, like we need to, our posture for parenting has to be like this open hands, you know, and just really surrendering. Are we really surrendering our kids to the Lord? How do we know that he's not the one that planted that desire in their hearts? You know what I mean? Like he can, he is able to do anything, you know, through our children. And are we believing that, you know, and then there's also the other side to it that, you know, children change their minds all the time. Do we really have to shut them down right away? Mm. And say no right away, you know, so like we have to really make sure that in order for us to parent out of faith, we need to be grounded in the word and we need to make sure that I think that that is, you know, our most important work is to be grounded in the word and really spending time in the Lord so that we can be really influenced by his word and his teachings rather than, you know, what we see in our culture or society or what our fear dictates sometimes too. Mm, I think that that's so good just because I, you know, for me, my discernment level is way better when I'm Mm -hmm. in the word. 
Like I, oh, I yes. completely. And yes. you know, sometimes I think that that's really what it comes down to is just being able to, to have that discernment, to have that wisdom, like that thought of mind when you hear, I'm not going to college, I'm going to start a YouTube channel or yeah. whatever weird random thing that your kids right, that right. day. It's always going to be different. But yes. you know, I think that that's really where that discernment piece comes in because it is certainly that balance of how, like when to speak up to protect them and to guide right, them right. and when to just, you know, like you said, they'll, they'll probably change their minds. So maybe give it a week. <laughs> yeah. But having that discernment yeah. to be able to like, okay, is this where I should speak? Or is this when I should be silent? Is this where I should allow them to kind of express themselves and go down that path? Or is this where I should be like, you know, maybe we should have a conversation about this. Right, right, right. Which brings me to the next, the next one, the next tip is that encourage a dialogue. So when we think of communication, I, you know, we should think in terms of dialogue. So instead of, you know, telling them like, oh, no, I don't think you should be a YouTuber. I think you would make a great doctor. It's funny because like, you know, they will have like 10 million, not 10 million, but they'll have like 20 people telling them that they should be a doctor. And then there's, you know, they're like, no, no, no. Or like, you know, teachers who, and I've experienced this in my line of work, like teachers will say like, oh, you're so great at science. You should go to med school and things like that. And then here's a child going, no, I think I should be, (laughs) I should be a YouTuber. So, but we should encourage a dialogue rather than saying like, you know, again, that's, that's our opinion. They also have their, their own thoughts and, you know, God created them to be that way, to have feelings and thoughts and they're not robots. They're not, they're human too, just like us. And, you know, they, they have desires and dreams and they're not exempt from that. So um, we have to respect that in our dial in the form of like you know um creating that space to have a dialogue with them and just say okay well what kind of and it also buys you time when um i tell parents all the time like when you are having a dialogue with your children it buys you time to kind of formulate like what you're going to say and what approach you're going to take so ask them questions like you said Jenny earlier like you know it's better to ask them questions like okay so what kind of youtube channel would you want to have and and you know who is your role model for that like what are you is there somebody that you know has inspired you to think in terms of having a youtube channel and things like that so and in that dialogue you're able to also learn more about them and more of their interests and their passion because then when you are having that dialogue they're more open to receive your opinions too and they're more open to receive your suggestions you know Mm, yeah you can kind of direct it yeah Yeah. and I think that that's good too because it allows you I love that one you said it buys you time because there are times that you're like oh my gosh I don't even know what to say right now yes (laughs) that's gonna be not hindering (sighs) you but be helpful (laughs) I am loving that time because I am very reflective. So I need to like, okay, what are you saying right now? (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's so smart. And I think that that's really that habit, right? To build is to immediately go to asking the questions versus like shutting them down and being like, you're going to do what now? That's so stupid. (laughs) Right. right. Um, But asking those questions, I think is really helpful. And who knows, you might be asking questions that they hadn't thought of that might make them be like, oh, you know, you're right. I hadn't really thought of that before. So maybe I need to rethink this. 
where they can almost come to their own conclusion without you having to spur them in that direction. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And it gives them that sense of belonging that, you know, okay, my, you know, I can tell my mom, this is, this is where it all comes down to like, when we, when we say like, you know, you can tell me anything. Before you say that you can tell me anything to you, please make sure that you are ready for them to really tell you anything and everything. But dialogue, just, you know, keep that in mind. Okay, I need to be having a dialogue with my children where it's a two-way, you know, they're talking, I'm talking, we're both listening, you know, we're listening to each other and things like that. So this is it. Like, they'll tell you everything if you set it up in a way that, you know, we can have dialogues, we can have conversations, and we can brainstorm together. That's really good. So if you, if someone's listening to this and they're like, this sounds good, I wish that this is the way that my parenting relationship with my child was, but we've just never done it this way. Like, how do you course correct? Like, how do you kind of set that new direction or a new habit or a new type of communication relationship with your child if it's not already like, you know, in a good place? Yes, that's a good question. So some things that you can try for the listeners out there, you can set aside uh, day dates or date nights, you know, with your children, preferably like one-on-one. Now, I know sometimes it could be a challenge if you have like multiple children. If you're able to, I would say, you know, take them out one by one so that you can if so that you can um, spend quality time with them and don't expect immediate results if this is something that is new for for you and your child you know little steps like take them out to their favorite place to eat that kind of thing use small talk at first you know and and ask them questions about their friends you know you as an expert on what your children do and who their friends are and things like that. Like, you know, what's, what is important for my child right now? So, okay. If you're, if you're observing that, like they are into their friends, for example. So bring that up, you know, Oh, how is so-and-so? And like, you know, you told me the other day that this happened, are they okay? Or if they're into certain sports or things like that, a sports team, have those things that they are that they consider important in their lives at the moment to be the conversation starter and then go from there and as as they get used to spending time with you especially if this has not been like the norm in in your house right don't be discouraged because you know you can always build up on it and just start slowly and then as you as you get used to spending time together, then you'll be able to talk more and then the dialogue will come naturally. Those are really good tips. Yeah. I I definitely have seen, you know, some friends of mine that they, you know, like as, as you go through like the preteen years, like so much just changes in your relationship with your kids and, you know, and even with our kid, we have to be very intentional about keeping the dialogue going and keeping conversation going because there are certain parts of their life that they want to start keeping private. And so it can become Mm. very emotionally charged. And for me, I've had to just really pray for those opportunities 
to open yes. up where he would let his guard down and allow me to ask some questions because it started getting to the point where I would start asking some questions and he would kind of look at me like weird, like, why do you want to know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like the fear was on his side, you know, versus my side of, yeah. of what I wanted to know. And, you know, and then of course that makes my fear like just go even more like, why do you not want to tell me? Yeah. So, <laughs> it becomes, you know, going in the direction that I don't want it to go in. And so I really have had to just start praying for God to provide those opportunities for us to be able to connect, for his guard to come down and for me to slow down my mind versus jumping to the, those conclusions. So I think that that's really valuable. Thank you so much. Oh, I love that. I love praying for opportunities to let his, you know, our children's guard down, um, very important. And then, you know, for us to listen to the Holy Spirit too, to say like when they do have their guard down, like we need to be paying attention. And as you said, you know, the discernment has to come in. I remember, this is not about my children, but I remember when I had worked in a counseling center and I, I would always pray that, you know, God would give me the opportunity to share the gospel and everything. And one day my coworker came over to me to ask me a question and I just kept typing, you know, cause I was typing my notes and then she came and asked me a question. And then the Holy Spirit was like, hello, <laughs> haven't you been praying for people to, you know, for opportunities? And, and that's when I was like, Oh, that's right. So, I stopped what I was doing and like, you know, had to really like give her my full attention. So we have to be also ready. We have to be ready to receive it. And when God presents the opportunity and says, oh, okay, here, here's your child. She's going to say something today. You know, just make sure that you are, you're giving them their full, your full attention. You're, you know, that you're also ready to to listen because those opportunities will come. They will. Yeah. I love that you say to be ready for them because I think so much, you know, with so many different parts of our life, God will present us those opportunities like he did with your coworker. And we really have to be ready to be able to receive them. So I love that. So Joy, your number one tip you had for us was to be parenting out of faith versus fear. And so many great things. I'm just like taking notes feverishly as you were covering. This is the first tip. And then the second one was really creating the dialogue, uh, which I think is really important in so many ways. And we were just talking about praying for that opportunity for the dialogue. What is your, yes. your third tip for us? The third one is ask for their opinions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So let's say anything, anything random, or it could be random, or it could also be something that is happening, you know, around us that is a perfect, like, conversation starter because especially especially in the preteen and teen ages i have found that they love they they will talk if you let them so but they might not talk about themselves right mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can ask them for their opinions about anything like oh you know this happened today what do you think like what would you do if that if you were in their shoes or you know, I have this, you know, this client that I'm working with and they're, this is what they're, you know, they're dealing with and what would you do? You know, that, those kinds of things, because they want to know that they matter and they want to be heard. And if we ask them their opinions, it might not directly relate to them, but that still will give you an opportunity to know them more. And then you'll, you know, you'll just remember that, okay, like this is, this is their thinking process because you also want to 
you you'd want to know like you know their their thinking process right or for example if they come to you and they tell you like oh my friends broke up today and then you can ask them like okay like you know what would you do in their situation if that happened like how would you handle something like that so ask for their opinions about anything or it could be a movie that you're watching ask them about it after you see the movie and just, you know, kind of get their thoughts on those things. So, so yeah, ask for their opinion so they can have the opportunity to also express who they are. And then you're able to really get to know them and be the expert on, on your kids. That's, that's so great. And I love too, that you said it allows you to be able to see kind of what they're their thinking processes and the way that they approach right. different things. And, you know, I know for me, I mean, gosh, sometimes my kids will say something. And I'm like, that's brilliant. <laughs> like, yes. I'm amazed. Yeah. Like it makes right. me feel like, oh my gosh, I actually did something right in raising yeah. <laughs> you would like a- approach it that way. But it, you know, it, there's also been times where they say things and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. right. It's the opposite. I'm like, well, well, hold on. <laughs> We need, we need to discuss this because that's just kind of crazy. So I love that you do get to kind of see that window in by asking them those questions. And I love the, the different opportunities that you gave us too and asking those questions about, you know, things that happen in our day, things that they're talking about to ask their opinion about, but even just movies, you know, especially, especially I think that's important as we're moving through like these preteen, early teen years where relationships are starting to become like a thing, you know, yes, and, yes. and it scares me a little bit because it's like, oh, I don't want their, you know, what do they think love is going to be? And what do they think a true friend is and does? And, you know, just all of those, those core relationships and communications and the way that they treat other people and the way that they allow people to treat them. And, but movies really allow you to see that full gamut and then being able to ask questions. I think that that's a really powerful tool that I'm probably going to be using. So I so appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, of course. Of course. So that was the third one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's perfect. So I love these three tips that you shared with us, Joy. I just thank you so much for coming back on the show. Now, before we let you go and before I tell everyone that they have to go and subscribe to your YouTube channel and watch every video that you have on there because oh, you're brilliant you. <laughs> and so generous in how much knowledge you give away. But I know you have a Bible verse for us today, too. I do. Just to encourage your listeners out there, um, parents, busy parents and parents who maybe you're, you know, you're struggling with some things with your children, or maybe you're in a good place right now and you just, you know, want to make sure that you are, you keep going. I want to let you, you know, encourage you today that, you know, God is the one that sustains us, even in our parenting. It, we're able to surrender every area of our lives. And that includes, you know, for us parenting. And I want to leave you with a verse from Isaiah forty-one eighteen, And it says, on bare heights, I will open up rivers and in the middle of valleys, fountains, I will make a desert into a pool of water and a dry land into outflowings of water. Just as a reminder that God is able to do anything and all things, even in our relationship with our children. I love that so much. I just really think that that, like that verse gives me goosebumps and everything that we've been talking about, because I think that that's, you know, I've heard that verse with parenting before about, you know, just sometimes when you think like your kids are lost or, you just get so worried about about where they are, but knowing that God can turn it around. He can yes. turn anything around. 
And I think that that just brings it right back to the power of really making sure that we're bringing our kids before the Lord and, and praying over them daily. Yes. Amen. Definitely. Mm. So good. Well, Joy, it was such a pleasure to be learning from you and, and to be talking with you today. Like I said, you just give have so much wisdom that you give so generously. And so if you're listening to this podcast and you have not yet popped on over to YouTube, make sure you do and subscribe to Joy's channel. Now, Joy, where can they find you on YouTube? What's your channel and where else can they find you? Because I know you are everywhere <laughs> giving out wisdom. Yes, I'm on Instagram and YouTube and it's both Joy Acaso. So you can find me there and I do share more resources and tools for parents. And they are amazing resources. I absolutely love following you. So if you're looking for her, it's Joy, J-O-Y. That's the one I mess up. It's Joy. (laughs) So easy. Joy. And then the last name is A-C-A-S-O, correct? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and we look forward to having you on again in the future. Thank you, Jenny. Can I tell you that one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is the incredible women that I get to meet and learn from just like Joy. I always get so much from talking with her, but even when I can't talk to her, I get so much from watching her YouTube videos and from just interacting with her on any kind of social media platform. The girl is everywhere. So I hope that you go over and subscribe to her YouTube channel. You follow her on Instagram because sometimes we need that little encouragement and those little reminders. So for example, sometimes on Instagram, she'll post like a picture of a piece of paper with a statement written out to a child and a line written through it and it rewritten just in another way, a better way of being able to say the same thing. And sometimes I need those reminders because life gets busy and I go to my default mode, which is not always helpful for my kiddos. So I so appreciate everything that she's doing and I hope that you check her out and follow her because we all need that in our lives. Now, speaking of having those little gentle reminders, I hope that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes because just like we all need that little things from joy, sometimes we need those little reminders about creating balance in our life or managing our mindset or just hearing from experts in all areas of our life. And I don't want you to miss a single one of our upcoming shows. Now, next week, we're gonna be talking about just the mindset around balance and and perfection and comparing to others and how, you know what, sometimes we don't have it all together. And how do we deal with it in those times when perfection is just so far away from where we feel that we are? Now, just to be clear, when we talk about balance, it's never about perfection because that's just not life. That's what happens for, not here on earth. So check us out next week as we dive further into that topic. Now, again, this show is sponsored by Life Balance Membership. If you are not yet a member, go and check it out. Start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. And if you are already a member, thank you so much for supporting the show and helping me bring these episodes to more and more women. It's been so fun to watch our numbers of how many people are listening to the show continue to rise. So keep sharing it with your friends. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.